we'd like to welcome you back to part three of our emergency freedom alert for June 15th, 2020. Just going to do a brief health corner. Um, <clears throat> I haven't, uh, man, I haven't talked about anything health related in a long time. Uh, first post, I'm just posting my, my current special I have on the colloidal silver. And, um, it's basically any, any strength that, um, <clears throat> 5,000 part per million or above, which would be 57 extra strength, the 5,700 extra strength, or the 10,000 ppm, or the 10.7 extra strength. Um, it's basically a special price with free shipping. Okay. And um, you can, if you're outside the United States, you can order at dr-johnson.com, dr-symbol-johnson.com. Uh, and you can, you can order in the United States from that. I mean, I'm just saying, but if you wanted to order from me personally, I just give you, you can either use the contact link at contendingfortruth.com or, um, my email address, which I post here. It'll be on page about, I don't know, 32 of this, uh, well, probably about 32, I don't know, around there of the current event and Bible study for, uh, this date. Anyway, I just wanted to go ahead and repost that for anyone that, that's wanting to get some silver. And I also have a um, my gummy line. It's been really, really popular. And I've got a B12 energy gummy. I've got a C defense gummy. It's a vitamin C gummy. I've got a D3 1000 international units gummy. And th these are really good for children, too, because you'll get maximum compliance, typically with these i also have my elderberry gummies back in stock i don't have any yet but i'm going to order it and uh, they just came back in stock this is mega foods the one that makes this their whole food and it's the sister company to innate response formulas which is my main professional one of my main professional lines that i've used for years it's their sister company so same concept it's just the mega foods has a gummy line uh, i also have the kids soft chew which is a multivitamin the woman soft chew multivitamin and the men's soft chew multivitamin and those are all 25 uh it's like a one a day it's a 30 count bag the other the other the gummies um that i have are i, I list the prices all here in the pdf and uh so you have that and then I'm, i also just reposted my immune system products i pretty much got everything back in stock from before when we were in the whole covid 19 thing and a lot of things were unsure as far as how bad this was and, and how you know lethal this was and it was kind of an ongoing fluid thing learning about the the concepts of this but uh i did get all of the immune system products back in stock at this point the selenium the vitamin c the zinc the calcium the d3 some of the products i took out like the 5,000 international units for the innate because the biotics bio dk is just a better product and it's better money the selenium from um, biotics is just half the price and double the potency and you know in a food base so some of these are just flat out better. It almost forced me to research some other products because I couldn't get a lot of these for a long time. And overall, the product line I've got now for the immune system supplements in particular is as good as anything I've ever had. I've got four different kinds of seleniums, um, two tablets, two liquids. I've got, I, I list all the prices here and the, and the, the products. Now, I give you the links, but... The links are there for purely informational purposes. You can click on them, but you can't order from the links. Okay, but if you want to know more about them. Um, and again, I give the ordering parameter. If, if you're interested, just let me know. Use the contact page at contendingfordrew.com, the contact bar, or uh, my email address, which I list here. Uh, vitamin Cs, I've got six different vitamin C products now. And... Um, <clears throat> I brought in also one, I've got, man, I've got the C-Complete Powder from an 8, I've got the C-400 from an 8, <clears throat> which I had those, the Bio-C Plus from Biotics, which I've had that, and then the Mega Food C-Defense Gummies, which I just mentioned that one, and then I also have another powder, because I can't get the Farmex powder anymore for the vitamin C, but this is a mixed ascorbate powder, 
and then I also have a Douglas Labs Ester C, and that's a really good one if the if you're um, sensitive to acids and you can't tolerate regular vitamin C. And it's honestly, it's the one that I've been taking more than any. It's got some calcium in it, which is also very strengthening for the immune system. It has 530 milligrams of ester C, vitamin C, in there. And then it also has all the bioflavonoids, the rutin, the citrus bioflavonoids, which activates the vitamin C, the way it would occur in nature. And then it has quercetin, and it also has echinacea and beta-carotene in every capsule. And then also... Um, Pycnogenol, which is a very, very, it's the pine bark extract. So this one has like kind of everything but the kitchen sink, this Ester C plus. Uh, it's it's the one I'm taking personally. It's it's, it's my go-to product for vitamin C now. Uh, it's very, very good. $28 for 100 capsules. Uh, I got my zincs back in stock, my biotic zinc. It's only $15 for 100 tablets. And then the Da Vinci Lab zinc lozenge. Got those back then. We've got all of the CalMag products back in stock as well. Da Vinci Lab CalMag tablets, these the powder, and then I also brought in two from Biotics. The C, it's a CalMag powder with vitamin C in it, and that one's twenty three. I've never seen that combination before. And then a CalMag Zyme, which is their their um, it's a ta it's a capsule product. So actually, I really believe the two products i've brought in from biotics regarding the calcium and magnesium are cleaner products than the da vinci lab ones i have they're just less fillers in there i like them better personally they're all good just depends what you like uh and then i also have a douglas labs comic citrate capsule so i i had to bring in these other lines because for a long time i couldn't get particular products and i had people ordering and, and I'm, i had to have alternative products to be able to send them so my lines expanded quite a bit. And then I have the children line that I have, which is the soft chew multivitamin and the Pharmix chewable vitamin D. And then the D3 and the elderberry, which I talked about earlier. And then um, the vitamin C, the innate response C complete powder is really good for kids as well because you'll get a high, very high compliance with that because it tastes so good. The vitamin D3 products that I've got also for immune system. Um, I've got the truly a whole food 2000 international unit from an eight if you want a true whole food vitamin d3 okay i've got that one and then um the chewable d3 tablets from pharmax and um, the gummy that i mentioned and um then i've also got the bio dk caps from biotics which is really and between that and i brought in the Da Vinci Labs ADK, which it has vitamin A, vitamin D, NK. Oh, it's, that's probably the best overall vitamin D product because it has the A in there. And A is super important for anything respiratory related. So if you're dealing with a flu or a cold, the ADK would probably be my most complete product I've got um, regarding that. Again, the prices are all listed by this. I don't want to take a ton of time on this. I just wanted to give a little refresher. And then I've also got all my iodine products back in stock. I've got the Iodorol, but I really believe the one that I brought in from Biotics, the Iodazyme, the 120 count for 34, that's f overall, for the money, the best I iodine product I've got. So, also, then what I did is I listed here the COVID-19 fact sheet. Now, I'm not going to go over this again, but it's an updated version of what I put out a few weeks back. Okay, it's a little bit better. Um, I've also got it in a Word doc format. You'd have to use the contact page. Just request it. I'll send it to you. Uh, because the problem, the problem with this is when I put out a PDF, it's hard to copy and paste stuff because it will not copy and paste very nicely. And um, it's also in a bigger font on the PDF, so you can read it. But it's, I like the COVID-19 just of page one fact sheet because it's one sheet you can give out to somebody. It's just on one page. You're not going to overwhelm them with too much stuff. But it's all here in there. And then I've, ex I've expanded on it with even more um, statistics and facts about this COVID-19. Okay, so we have that. And that's, that's there for your... Um, for your perusal okay so let's go back to the reports here and we're on page 36 of the pdf for today 
Depopulation globalist Melinda Gates is already pushing the experimental COVID-19 vaccines on people of color. So it's so amazing. They're doing all this stuff under the guise of protecting and giving the blacks all these rights when they're literally the main targets of the New World Order right now. From, from, a, from a depopulation standpoint, the whites are more of a target from a, we want to eradicate you, but they're, they're going in about it with the blacks a little differently, whereas they're really trying to uh, vaccinate them into oblivion and, and um, hoping that the blacks will never catch, black races will never catch on to all of the overt things being done to them from a health standpoint. There are a little bit different approaches that are being taken um, regarding the races okay so a friend texted me a short message this morning i think this is from um mike adams and they said you called it that's because just a few days after i had said the covid19 would be used the covid19 vaccine would be used to target black people with a depopulation kill switch injection melinda gates came right out and stated that the new vaccine should be administered with a priority preference for people of color and there's a link to that report if you'd like to see that. Right from the start, it's a bigoted assertion. If vaccines are safe and effective, then Melinda Gates is, is um, essentially saying white lives don't matter. But if vaccines are risky and dangerous, which this new COVID-19 vaccine that hasn't even been developed yet is almost certain to be, she, she actually, he is essentially saying it's okay to run experimental, run medical experiments on black people to find out what happens. Black people are almost always used as guinea pigs for the medical experiments of the globalist, of course. You don't even have to take a hard look to see the history of government-backed big pharma and vaccine experiments on black soldiers, like the Tuskegee Airmen. Now, there's a whole link to that, if you want to see that. Black prisoners and black civilians, both in the United States as well as across, across Africa, have been used in these ways for a long time. Seeing the very same people who promote global depopulation... Bill and Melinda Gates now suddenly urging COVID-19 vaccine equality efforts to make sure all the black people are vaccinated first should be raising eyebrows across black America. The clock is ticking. Black people may only have till the start of next year before they will be hunted down. Now, this is his opinion. I'm not saying that's going to necessarily be the case, but before they may potentially be hunted down with contact tracing enforcers and forcibly vaccinated with a dangerous experimental coronavirus vaccine that bypassed nearly all usual safety protocols typically required by the FDA. But first they're coming for the doctors, and then the blacks. An interview published by Time.com, Melinda Gates says the healthcare workers, i.e. doctors, should be vaccinated first. This will ensure the deaths of many doctors and nurses who would normally respond to the pandemic, making sure the next wave of depopulation bioweapon is highly successful. After the doctors are vaccinated, they're coming, and the nurses, they're coming for the blacks next. As Melinda Gates explains, quote, in the U.S., that would be black people next, quite honestly. This is a quote from her. That would be black people next, quite honestly, and many other people of color. They have disproportionate effect, effects from COVID-19, end of quote. <laughs> so I'm just telling you, that's what they're planning on doing. Just yesterday, I interviewed a resident of California who was stalked by a contact tracer who came to her house, peeked through her windows, and demanded she submit to a highly invasive COVID-19 contact tracing surveillance operation. She has never even been tested for or diagnosed with COVID-19. But yeah, what if her phone was in six feet of somebody? And they picked that up. And they're like, well, nope, doesn't matter. What if her phone was in her car and it wasn't shielded? And it was in six feet of somebody. And they determined, well, what if you're on the red list and that's all they need to have? What if they're just making it up? Don't give, but don't give them any uh, any fodder to do that is, is my point. And that's why I'm really big on the blocker bags and things like that. Um, you can use aluminum foil. A listener of mine, longtime listener, just put out a video on, on wrapping your phone in aluminum foil. Um, that's a, a real cheap way that you can do it. It's just kind of inconvenient if you're going to do it over and over, you know, because the aluminum foil will break down and, um, you know, it, I don't know how many uses you could get out of a piece of, of aluminum foil. I guess that's, that's the whole point of it. But, um, I'm going to put that video out, uh, probably, uh, in the next newsletter I put out, which will probably be a health newsletter. Uh, anyway, um, let's go further here. Um, what it means is that all across 
what it means is that all across black-dominated inner cities of Chicago, Detroit, Houston, Baltimore, Atlanta, and every other city, black Americans will be tracked and surveilled by vaccine-toting healthcare enforcers who will flag vaccine resistors as dissidents to be hauled away to FEMA quarantine camps. Make no mistake, this is coming. This is why I repeatedly urge black Americans to know your enemy. Know your real enemy. And it's not the racist white cop nearly as much as it is the genocidal white lab coat wearing devils who run the vaccine industry and want you dead. On a related report, you can click on this, Gates and the military funded mosquito vaccine delivery. Gates backed company to release genetically modified mosquitoes that will administer the vaccines. <laughs> it just keeps getting gooder and gooder and gooder. Here's another one, full disclosure from inside HR66. 66 is coming now we've talked a lot about this but i want to just continue to give updates on this wonderful satanic bill and this is from dr buttar and i i realize i he's like some kind of weird muslim sect okay so i'm not endorsing all of his products or whatever but the pro the, what he's saying here we do need to be aware of and we need to, to keep um abreast of you guys got to let everybody know this message that I'm about to give you because this is something that I just found out. It's beyond belief. This is regarding a House resolution that was initiated on May 1st of this year. 6666. That is not an exaggeration. I have no idea how this works, but this is what the actual House resolution number is. 66 Six, six. And I'm going to read you what that House resolution is. Please make sure that you pass this on to every single person that you know. I don't care whether you're in the United States or not, you got to get this information out. House Rule 66 or House Resolution 6666 is for COVID 19 Testing, Reaching, and Contacting Everyone Act. The acronym is TRACE Act. Again, TRACE Act stands for Testing, Reaching, and Contacting Everyone. It was introduced by Bobby Rush, who is a Democrat from the state of Illinois. And they have introduced this bill into the House, and they're going to roll this out from a testing standpoint in Ventura County, California, which happens to be where I'm at right now. Basically, this act is to allow individuals to come into your house, and if you've got a cough or somebody in your family has a cough or they're gonna or you have a fever or anything that they determine that shows that you have COVID-19 regardless of if you've been tested or not they will also test people but remember that testing already has been shown to be there to be a high rate of false positives false positives meaning you don't have COVID-19 but the test shows it's false positive it's showing up as positive so they call it a false positive we already know from the studies previously done as far back as 1984 but as recently as 2018 that individuals that did not have COVID-19 or coronavirus even in the cat model cats that had never been exposed to coronavirus tested positive if they had had a flu shot if they had the trivalent or the COVID because the, the flu shots were contaminated with this COVID-19 as well as now we're finding a lot of the test kits so everything is rigged and stacked against you false positives rigged test kits if you had the flu shot you're going to test positive for it and that gives them a right to do so what i'm telling you is whatever you do don't take the test okay because once you get on their your rate their radar you're i don't know how you're going to get off it and i know that may not be practical for everybody i know that may i'm just telling you that's the only advice i can give you and you know feel good about what i'm telling you to do because i can't in good conscience tell you to, to take the test because i know how wicked and evil this medical pharma cartel system is flu shot and we don't know about the h1n1 shot we don't know about the herpes uh, zoster shot the shingle shot there's right. many other vaccines that yeah. people have gotten we have no idea yeah, we don't know if any of those other ones are, are contaminated i mean i'm sure they would never do anything they put aborted babies in them and aluminum and formaldehyde which is embalming fluid and mercury and all those other genetically modified proteins and garbage like that i'm sure they would never do anything nefarious yeah if people are going to be testing positive have false positives based upon those tests so the point is that the chance of them testing someone and then being high them being positive is pretty doggone high even if the person doesn't have covid 19 but they're going to use that 
to pull you or your loved ones, especially your children, away under pretense of public safety. They're going to say that your child has to be removed from you because you have COVID-19, and so to protect your child, we're going to take the child. Or we're going to take your grandmother or your father or you and put you into quarantine. This is a load of rubbish because if you're in your home, isolated, who are you going to expose? All right? And if they're going to try to take you away from your family, the chances of you having infected your family, even if you did really have COVID-19, is about 99.9%. So this is a bunch of BS. They're using this as an attempt to further divide us as individuals. They divided us from our friends, from our social circles. Now they're dividing us from our own family units. This is the most ominous sign so far that we've seen. I want you to all wake up. I want you to pass this information on. I want you to tell every single person that you know what's happening. If you're not in the United States, I don't care. It's coming to your country as well. And if you're in the United States, you need to contact your representatives. Right now, if you go to askdrbutar.com forward slash ask, right underneath my image, you'll see that link. Go to that website, follow the, the, the information that it's asking, enter that information in, and then you're going to be taken to a page. The first one is a petition. It's a petition about censorship against media the, that mainstream media has right now, as well as social platforms. Sign that petition. Second thing is a website or is a, is a link that'll take you to allow you to send any letter that you want to people on, to, to elected officials on the municipal level, on the state level, and on the federal level, and tell them that you violently oppose HR 6666. Every single person needs to do that right now. You don't have to even know your House members or your representatives or your governor or your mayor. You don't have to have any information. That link that we have, all you do is type in your name, your email address, and then click on your zip code. And it will automatically find your elected officials. And with one letter, you'll get it to every single person. It's actually going to work for Australia. And it's also going to work, um, I, I think, Australia, UK, and Canada. I think it's coming down the pipeline. Right now, it may only be working for the U.S., but our plan is within the next couple of days, it will work for elected officials in Australia, in Canada, in the U.K., and in the U.S. But right now, it's in the U.S. So write down that you oppose H.R. 6666, the TRACE Act, the Testing, Reaching, and Contacting Everyone Act. I want to now read you a quote from a Supreme Court justice, and remember this. James Agler Fee said, the privilege against self-incrimination, which is basically to ensure your freedom, and we're talking about the exact same thing here, to ensure your freedom, is neither accorded to the passive resistant nor the person who is ignorant of his rights, nor to one indifferent thereto. It is a fighting clause. Its benefits can be retained only by sustained combat. It, can, it cannot be retained by attorney or solicitor. It is valid only when insisted upon by a belligerent claimant in person. The one who is persuaded by honeyed words or moral suasion to testify or produce rather than to make a last ditch stand to ensure their own freedom simply loses the protection. He must refuse to answer or produce and against all odds. Now it goes on. You guys can look up the quote yourself. Judge James Agrofi, a Supreme Court Justice. I want you to remember that this is how it all begins. Do not sit still. Let everyone in your social network know. Pass this on, pay it forward, because tomorrow it could be your family, in your county, in your state, this is going to happen. If you're in Ventura County, California right now, you need to do something today, because if you don't, tomorrow it's going to be your child or your parent or your spouse that's going to be removed. It's going to be your brother or your sister. So you need to do something right now. Okay, so continuing. Again, a lot of proactive things you can do there. Um, <clears throat> next report. Today, the WHO declared that the COVID-19 almost never spreads through asymptomatic carriers, all at once wiping out the entire justification for mandatory vaccines and contact tracing. As CNBC reported, I mean, this is mainstream news, from the data we have, it still seems to be rare that an asymptomatic person actually transmits onward to a secondary individual. Dr. Maria Van Kerkhove, head of the WHO's Emerging Diseases and Zoonosis Unit, said at a news briefing from the United Nations Agency's Geneva headquarters, it's very rare. So right from the horse's mouth, they're saying it 
practically never ever spreads from asymptomatic carriers. Asymptomatic spread was the entire reason why the ward authorities demanded lockdowns, social distancing, and masks as well. It was also the underlying justification for demanding mandatory vaccines and contact tracing. After all, if the spread of the coronavirus were limited to only those who obviously showed symptoms there and could therefore be easily identified and avoided, there would be no logical need for lockdowns, social distancing, masks, contact tracing, or mandatory vaccines, since spreaders of the pandemic could easily be identified and avoided or isolated with selective stay-at-home orders only for the symptomatic. All at once, the WHO has just exploded all, the, all these narratives that were so aggressively pushed by the CDC, the Democratic governors, Dr. Fauci, at the White House, and even the WHO itself. Now based on the WHO's new admission, not only should every lockdown be immediately ended, any government effort to initiate new lockdowns should be vehemently rejected as being utterly groundless and anti-science. Mandatory vaccines are no longer needed when asymptomatic carriers present near zero risk. Uh, now that the WHO is claiming there is virtually no risk of catching the coronavirus from somebody who isn't showing any symptoms, mandatory vaccines are impossible to medically justify since symptomatic carriers can easily be identified and isolated from others. And again, you know, even if you were to get it, it's not that big of a deal unless you're 90 years old in a nursing home with tons of other predisposing problems. For in, in like overall those are the highest risk simultaneously the argument that lockdowns need to continue until there's a vaccine have just been decimated too in reality the who just admitted that lockdowns aren't necessary at all except among those that are actively showing symptoms which is a very tiny percentage of the population probably far less than one percent on any given day um I'm not going to play this, but you can play it. I, I wanted to put it in here. Coming to a living room near you, elderly couple removed by force, handcuffed, and taken to a hospital for their own safety. This took place in Canada. Could it be coming to the U.S.? It's literally two um, police with a some type of social worker in this elderly couple's living room telling them that they've got to come with them to the to the hospital I'm assuming to be checked for COVID-19, even though neither of them were symptomatic, even though none of them were posing any risk to anyone else. It's just jackboot thuggery, and you have no, and they're basically telling the guy, you have no right over your own body. We're going to take you. We just hope that you comply with us so we, we don't have to use force. And they were pleading with the guy so they didn't have to, whatever, because they knew they were being recorded. So they wanted to come off as like they're good guys, but yeah, they, they removed this elderly couple. I give you the video here. Um, it's you, it's better if you watch it as opposed to me playing it. I don't, I don't even want to see it again. It's, it's so aggravating to even look at this. Um, next report, truth reporting. Corruption abounds. What happened to Trump's Vaccine Safety Commission? Uh, answer from um, Bobby Kennedy. Trump was paid $1 million from Pfizer and the committee was nixed. And this is how you get brainwashed to think vaccines are safe. Here's an excerpt from Robert F. Kennedy Jr. explains well-known hazards of the coronavirus vaccines. When President Trump was elected, he contacted Kennedy and asked him to run his vaccine safety commission. Unfortunately, the safety commission never got off the ground. I, meaning uh, Robert Kennedy, agreed to do it. And this is from him. But immediately after that, Pfizer wrote a $1 million check to Trump's inauguration committee. So the little slime bag Trump sold us out once again, okay? He, Trump, then appointed a Pfizer lobbyist, Alex Azar, to run the HHS, Health and Human Services. And then he handpicked a Pfizer insider, Scott Gottlieb, to run the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. So see, Trump is nothing more than a devil from the pit of hell, okay? And I, I, I got so much stuff on him at this point, it's just coming out of my ears, but um, as soon as they got in there, they shut down the Vaccine Safety Commission and any other questioning of vaccines, Kennedy says. I think a lot of people were telling Trump, you shouldn't be doing this, and Bill Gates was one of them, meaning the Vaccine Safety Commission. But I think once he took the money from Pfizer and put in their guys, the commission was dead in the water. Yeah, so there's a link if you want to click on, if you want to know. That's just a little excerpt of what actually happened. If you want to know the full story, I'll give you the link there. Next report, the Bill and Melinda Gates helped to negotiate who would score a $100 billion government-backed contact tracing contract in August of 2019, 
which just happens to be six months before the supposed pandemic arrived in the United States and four months before it swept through China. So in other words, everything's by design, on purpose, known about ahead of time. The shocking revelations were unveiled on the Thomas Paine podcast and the More Paine show on Patreon. I give you links to those two. By the two investigators who blew the whistle on the massive Clinton Foundation tax fraud during a congressional hearing in 2018. John Moynihan and Larry Doyle testified in Congress detailing the fraud and the schemes utilized by the Clintons to avoid paying up to $2.5 billion in federal taxes. The investigation duo, in their first interview since that bombshell um, congressional testimony, revealed the pain that representatives from the Gates Foundation met with U.S. Congressman Bobby L. Rush at a sit-down in Rwanda, East Africa in mid-August 2019 to hash out who would score the windfall from a government contact tracing program. And just last month, nine months after the meetings with the Gates Foundation in Rwanda, Rush, a Democrat from Illinois, was the same one that introduced the $100 billion HR 6666, the COVID testing, reaching, and contacting everyone trace act, which we just, Dr. Buttar just talked about, where they can come to your house and, you know, basically take away your kids and, and force, you know, test you and only God knows what else. Okay. Rush would establish a program run by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention for National Coronavirus Testing and Contact Tracing. Payne has since learned that Congressman Rush traveled to Rwanda with his spouse from August 12th to the 19th in 2019 to take part in a week-long talk underwritten by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and the Rockefeller's Brothers, Rockefeller Brothers Fund. So all the same evil people you would expect to see with their with their hoof prints all over it. But how can you negotiate the byproducts of monitoring a pandemic six to seven months before the outbreak of the virus even happens? So again, this was all known about well, well, well ahead of time. And all of this has been under Trump's watch too. Next report. House Democrats sneak forced vaccination bill through committee on Sunday. And this is in Colorado. Denver, Colorado, House Democrats snuck the forced vaccination bill through committee on Sunday despite thousands of protesters and many people testifying in opposition. It shows like thousands of protesters outside this. Senate Bill 163 creates a one-size-fits-all exemption form for vaccines with a database for exemptions. Forces schools to collect and publish data on student vaccination rates and requires medical professionals to sign off on exemptions. This anti-liberty bill gives the state more control over families and the freedom to make medical decisions. The House Committee on Health and Insurance limited the, the debate, allowing only 90 minutes of test, testimonies from each side. This is not in the spirit of the committee hearings, which are intended for the people to weigh in on the legislation. However, Democrats in control of the committee rushed the hearing with an abuse of power that limited testimony. Previous reports stated that the bill would not come back when the legislator resumed after the break of the COVID-19. Obviously, Democrats lied to the Coloradoans again about their intentions. Polis announced his support for this anti-liberty bill before the legislature closed. And Polis shut down the entire state with executive orders. Lawmakers need to balance the budget and boost our economy by reducing crippling regula regulations and letting Coloradoans go back to work. Instead, they're rushing oppressive laws that infringe on personal liberties through leg the legislature. Please share. Remember to check back with Colorado Citizen Press. We're always looking for good stories. Um, there's a citizen tip line they give you the link for, and I give you their Facebook page and their Twitter page, because I'm trying. I mean, I'm trying to, that we that we're proactive with all of this. Okay, so to add to what we just talked about, Red Alert, Colorado's new re-education bill. Now we're going to get more into the nuts and bolts. This is a Dave Hodges report here. <clears throat> so, Colorado has a bill. And they even use the term re-education. Does that send out, uh, put up any red flags for any of you, re-education? Yes, if Colorado parents refuse to vaccinate their children with the non-existent coronavirus vaccine when and if it ever comes out, they must go to re-education. The bill is non-specific. They do say that to find your exemptions, you can go online. 
But the bill is nonspecific about what happens when you're ordered to go into re-education. Are you concerned? I'm very concerned. And this could morph into something a lot worse, particularly if you were up at stevequail.com today. Steve had run some stories about uh, activation of FEMA camps. I remember when I used to write about this stuff seven, eight years ago, and I said FM 39.4, and I would list all the stuff I would find with the documents on FEMA camps. Oh, there goes Dave again, conspiracy theorist Dave, and fear-mongering Dave, and there he is. And now here this is, right here, staring us in the face from multiple angles. And let me just remind you, the man who started President Obama's political career, Bill Ayers, convicted felon, along with his convicted felon wife, Bernadine Dorn, for their activities in the weatherman underground that led to loss of life of law enforcement. Uh, he started Barack Obama's political career with the party and fundraising from his Hyde Park Chicago home. He used to visit the president in the White House. This man is as radical as the day is long. I was friends with Larry Grathwall, the late Larry Grathwall, former FBI special informant who penetrated the Weatherman Underground as an undercover agent. And he got to know Bill Ayers. And he asked Bill Ayers, he said, if you ever win in this communist thought for a second, and by the way, this video uh, where Larry tells the story is up on YouTube. And he says, well, he says, the first thing we probably have to do is put 50 million Americans in re-education camps and probably do away with over half of them. That's a quote directly from Larry from his work as an FBI special agent. And like I said, you can find that video both on my website and you can also find it on YouTube. Does that send chills up and down your spine? If it doesn't, I don't think you're paying attention. The other side is preparing for FEMA camps as we speak. We're just seeing bits in this seven, eight years ago. I remember I said Obama's been the setup man the whole time, and he was supposed to have been the setup man for Hillary, you deplorables relax or we'll send you to fun camps. Remember that comment during the uh, campaign, 2016? So here we are, folks. I'm not going to say I told you so, but I'm just going to tell you what Mike Adams told me. And and I know Steve Quayle's had similar revelations because of accusations made against his accuracies that have ended up being correct. Mike Adams said he used to get criticized a big time for the FEMA camps and this and that. And he goes, it's all right in our face right now. Yeah, I, I knew this legislation was out there for a reason. This is why Celeste Salam is so popular. Former FEMA high-ranking official who's coming out with all these documents. Um, and, and Celeste, you know, it's kind of funny. She's covering medical martial law camps. And um, I wrote about that in October of 2014 with documentation, ESF number eight. It's a PDF from the government. I put it in there. I listed all the participating agencies, and I said, this medical martial law camp, they're missing one thing here, medical treatment. There wasn't one medical organization associated with this. Again, back to disguised FEMA camp. There are 800 of them around the country, and there are many more that can be turned into FEMA camps that I've covered before, and, and I probably should do a broadcast on that again. I covered this the last time was in Jade Helm, it was either 15 or 16, and that number matches the year. I believe it was 16. And I said, guys, this is what they can do. They can convert facilities. I think I should do that. Here, I'm going to write myself a note. Um, and, and, and honestly, I don't find it gratifying that so much of what I've said and so much of what Steve Quayle has said is coming to pass after seven, eight years. 
I find it distressing. I would much rather be wrong than to have to go through what we're going to go through. Because people like me, Mike Adams, Paul Preston, and all the rest of us, we've got big bullseyes on our back. And unknowns to you, depending on your browsing habits and some of your conversations that are listened into by by big tech and social media and electronic devices, you have bullseyes on your back too. Every one of you is in a list. Mm-hmm. A list. Yes, I've covered this before with an NSA insider. You've heard me interview him. And um, we, have, uh, we have scores on 16 categories. Most of it relates to how well we would adapt to a dictatorial uh, low standard of living life with no rights. <laughs> that doesn't fit me very well, I'm afraid. Uh, and you have a 16 categorical score and then an aggregate score. That's right. It's modeled after the MMPI psychological exam, which is 443 questions, takes about four hours to take. And uh, it's a profile. Each one of you and I have, and it modifies every time we're on our cell phone, every time we're on our um, um, computer, every time we come in proximity with a dissident and our cell phones get within 10 feet. Oh, that sets off red alarms. Mm, I'll be covering that in another broadcast. I think I really should go back and repeat this. This is something also that I know a fair amount about, and it's another thing I got a fair amount of criticism for. Unfortunately, this is now the time when all this stuff is coming into being. I said during the campaign of 2016, this will come in under Hillary Clinton if she's elected. I'll back up now four years later, and I'll say this. When Trump is removed, and it may not be the election, and I'll be covering that in the next broadcast, when Trump is removed, we can expect these kinds of changes to take place. And if you don't think it's true, just ask yourself this question. How well is the rule of law being enforced today in America? Today, Trump responded to something I'm going to cover in another broadcast, and it shows just how horribly impotent he has become. Yes, thank you. That's it for the Common Sense. So thank you. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate you all. It's Dave with Dave. It's one minute he's on the Trump bandwagon, and the next minute he's off. So next broadcast will probably be back on it again. But um, he's getting there. He's getting there. It's just you know a slow process. Uh, I tried to <clears throat> steer him in that waiver a year ago, but to no avail. Anyway, um, next report is entitled "Civil Unrest, Chaos, Control, Plain Events." Now I'm playing this. Uh, I kind of meant to play this a few weeks ago. Well, actually, no, not a few. Uh, about two weeks. And we, since we're on the subject of Colorado and Denver, I thought this uh, this was pertinent. So I'm going to go ahead and play this clip here. Yeah, totally. Look, I've had some people asking me, you know, have I heard anything from Jeremy, my ex-32nd Freemason source? You know, several people have been asking me, if, has he had anything to say about this? Um, well, actually, I got some emails from Jeremy over the week. This is from episode 312 of A Minute to Midnight. The the host, Tony, is joined by Joni Stahl to discuss the current protests and riots, so just so you know. He's talking about his ex-32nd Freemason, who he gets details from. In several of the emails, I'm actually going to take a little bit of time to just read some of what he wrote in some of the emails um, to me, I will, you know, I'll say it'll take a little while to read, but I think the information in them is important. So I might launch into reading that now before we carry on this discussion. Um, so yeah, this is Jeremy, the ex-32nd degree Freemason, his emails. So he starts off here and he said, I met with my source. Now I won't go into his source's details, but he's a high level He's high level, okay. I'll just say that much. I met with my source and I was told last week, which is why I emailed you last week, that something was coming, one event. Right, so Jeremy had emailed me before this riots thing happened and said something's going to happen, okay? And then he said, well, it will bring in a second one. 
his source, Jeremy Saw, said that, that men were all planted in with those protesters to get them to violence. Right. Now we all know this well, agitators. Yeah. But he says, that's his source, says they are police <clears throat> department undercover officers. But he said this is the first event that will start the ethnic killing I told you about, and I do believe it. It already has started the process, so the event, his words, he said, it don't take much now, this is, yeah, it don't take much to get the subhumans riled up, which is pretty horrible, but that's what the source, remember this is people from the southern states, uh, and they will be the cause of the system really stepping up. Now, I'm not saying that. That's what this guy's saying, okay? As everyone is going to want protection from them. This is why it's time to be in and not out. Curfews will commence, and that takes more liberties away from the normal folks. Those are his source's words. Now, this was posted on June 1st. So, we're the things had not progressed that far on june 1st okay um i don't know the george floyd thing you know i mean we're talking a lot of time has elapsed and all of this is playing out exactly like he's saying before a lot of it before it even started then these people planted will do more damage and more violence and property damage will move into residential areas that's his source's words and then <clears throat> one step closer to the real agenda will come closer to the goal. This flu, meaning the pandemic, took so much and is, still is from everyone on earth so many freedoms and they never knew that, that they never knew they had and took advantage of. And now these riots will start and take the next step. Right. Watch and see if things don't happen everywhere of this caliber. Right. Now, of course, it won't be black folks being killed in other countries, but something related to cause major riots everywhere that will bring in the same steps. Those are his source's words. Now, this is all in total confirmation of the, the report I read it to. Once we got past the very first part where I, I said the prayer against all the occult rituals and that, the first report we got into regarding Dave Hodges where he laid all these things out, this is totally confirming that. And again, this was a, this was a good two weeks ago when, when this was posted. The whole world will follow our lead. The ones writing the play, he always says, the ones writing the script exactly. will follow the U lead in U.S., and bring about their own violence to bring in more oppressive rules to take away more rights exactly. until there are no rights left. Even down to the local police in these cities are involved. I'd never heard that before, says Jeremy. I always knew agitators were involved in these riots, like when Trump won, but I never thought police. But I can see it now clearly. He said meaning the source, the protesters always need one last push to bring out the animal in them, and when it's out, it's out. And that is what they've been trying to do for a long time. Uh, but he said it always dies down. But he did tell me this time, this is his high-level source, told him this time it will not. Another. Okay, I messed up and I put it on uh, pause and um i forgot to take it off so i'm kind of trying to estimate guesstimate where i left off sorry about that every once in a while that happens um i'm gonna go ahead and just start here and then because this is so important this information um and uh, if, if, if it's a little bit redundant if i already covered it i apologize but it, it won't be more than probably a minute or two the most see to me what i told you to begin to watch for some event that will trigger the next step in this agenda and I wondered when I saw Floyd die if that was it, but I didn't know for sure. Well, and again, and I said this before, but I don't know if it was recording. Um, the event that just took place in Atlanta, is that going to be the next trigger event? Well, sure, it's sure only going to help that that satanic narrative go forward. An unarmed black guy, white cop, or whatever, kills him, whatever. So, uh, we'll see. I mean, it's already growing and spiraling out of control and that type of stuff so and then sunday my big source told me when you watch it and know it's orchestrated it isn't as good as real violence 
and that was Floyd dying. So that he was basically told that the day before, because I think it happened on a Monday. So he was told on a Sunday. And he was telling me they all knew it was going to happen. What? Okay, and again, Obama um, tweeted about it a week before. It's a Kabbalistic principle. You warn your enemy of what you're going to do to him before you do it. So they were giving us a heads up with Obama's tweet a week before, telling us it's all pre-planned, it's all by design. Are you smart enough to figure it out? So what he is saying is they planned it and that cop who killed knew he was going to do it. And when you watch that video, you see it. They didn't even try CPR or anything, Tony. They loaded him up and did he, did nothing. When you have, when have you ever seen anything like that in your life? I mean, ever. I do think the man died. I think they paid that cop's family a ton of money. <clears throat> and he was in the Mystery Babylon religion and wanted to do it, maybe. There is so much more of this we don't know, but it was planned and all on camera every minute of it. And this came from it. They knew this would happen as it was wrong when anyone watches that. It's disturbing, but knowing it was planned, it is still disturbing, but even worse. They will wipe out millions. I know it and have heard it my entire adult life. It's coming closer every day. And he says, he's talking about his source again, this killing or genocide is closer than any point in history and we are ready and prepared to start it now. Those were his words, his source's words. We are. Remember, this was, I mean, this broadcast was two weeks ago, but the actual, when he actually found out this information, who knows, that might have been two weeks before that or more, I don't know. And it's all coming to pass, exactly like this source said. In a scary time this is back to jeremy and things have changed nothing like what's coming in the second event this will bring in this big one big second one uh, and he told me this is nothing these aren't riots he said the real riots will bring it in something will cause these riots to grow to an extreme watch for it any day and then in another email um he said because uh, he'd forgotten to tell me he says uh, but talking about his family, because his family took off to, he believes, the underground base in Denver. Um, but they've lied to him about it, because, of course, he's not a Freemason anymore, so he's not invited to there. But his mother and stepfather have been there. So he said this, my family, get this, I forgot to mention, sorry, they all came home the same time, every single one of them. My mother and stepdad claim to have bought a condo there, that's in Denver, and want to go back a couple of months a year, or in Colorado somewhere, I'm not sure if exactly she's saying it's Denver, uh, and want to go back this to this place in July, because um, they actually live in the southern states, miles from Colorado, but they've gone there, his family, or went there to escape the pandemic. Anyway, he says, I confronted her and told her, I know where you went. Do you think I'm that dumb? And she said, then you know I have to go. If you truly know, he says, I kid you not. I believe she wants to be safe in defense of what's coming. And she said to me, make sure to stay at the plantation this summer. Plantation this summer. I said, I can put two and two together. Makes me mad what they are doing, he says. And this time my father... So they're bugging out to this underground base, most likely under Den Denver International Airport. They're elitists. They're bugging out there ahead of time, on purpose, by design, because they know all of the chaos that's coming. And um, I've mentioned many times in previous broadcasts in the last few months about all, like, truckers ca calling in and saying that, you know... Or, or giving testimony that we're delivering this like unbelievably heavy-duty grade rebar um, and concrete and these types of stuff to this these underground this underground base in Denver International Airport and there's all of these um, uh, buses that are going under the cover of night where they're where they're delivering all these elitists to that bunker. So this has been going on for a while who's not married to his mother anymore um you know but his father as well is leaving and i don't think he's going where he's telling me he's going either and then jeremy finishes with i can trust no one here tony no one i cannot believe a word anyone anyone says anymore 
just about 95% of the people I've known and know I cannot trust a word they say. But at least I can trust Jesus Christ and that's all that matters nowadays. Yeah, so there was more, but I've just basically taken edited the bits that I thought I'd read so on. So that was a former 32nd degree Freemason that is one of his most trusted uh, info sources. So that's the end of that. But it's a pretty sobering journey. You know, if anybody I would listen to, because I've, I've been listening to Jeremy ever since you had him on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not sure, you know, just... I know that he knows a billion times more than I ever would because he was in it. But from what I know, just from what I know and the degree of knowing it, um, everything is planned out. Everything has a plan with them. There's no surprises. There's no, oh, my goodness. Like, and even at our White House, there's no like, oh, my gosh, look what's happening. Everything is known in advance. They know things years in advance. Yeah. And because they have so many things happening and allowing things to happen all at the same time, it's like it's like there's a whirlwind. So everybody is so busy looking to the right, looking to the left. Nobody's knowing which way anything is coming from. And everything is big and it's huge and it's scary. And it is, you know, I mean, we've had um, I believe the number was 64,000 National Guard. And I don't think they were in all 140 cities, but. You know, these these elitists, they know when to to duck out. They they know when to go. There there's a signal they all have. Come on, you know that they all have like Yeah. You know, they have a network. And they all have their safe places to go. I mean, this is it. I mean, where Jeremy's going, the plantation, you know, that's his safe place, even though he's not a Freemason anymore and it's nothing to do with that. It's a family place, um, which I can't won't just say any more. Um, but it's been in the family for a long time. We're talking generations. And he comes from a family that's been in politics for generations in one, in one of the southern states. I won't, you know, I, I don't want to give away because I, I know who his family is basically and all that. But um, yeah, yeah. And so these people are still insiders uh, to the politics because it's been generations of it going back to the Civil War. Uh, even. Well, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And, you know, speaking, if I may just say this because it popped into my... Most likely some type of Luciferian generational bloodline family is where he's from, what what he's come out of. I had, I had an interesting meeting um, with a gentleman through a uh, friend that uh, you have in mind. I'm not going to say her name, but she is a mutual friend of ours. And um, I guess she had talked about me to him and he was like, well, I'd really like to meet up with her. So Jonathan and I, my husband, um, we met up with this gentleman and I was really blown away. And his name is Robert Vecino. And he has these underground shelters called Vivos. And he's been, I mean, I had no idea that it existed, who this person was. And I, to be honest with you, I was like, I don't know why I'm going to go meet this person. We met for coffee at a Starbucks. Um, he's a very interesting person, um, but he was, he started a project and it's an actual global, they're, they're, they're global. He spent like an hour and a half, two hours, I think maybe it was that long, talking about bunkers all over the world and they're for millionaires, you know. And he was showing us pictures of them. Um, it's in, I believe, uh, South Dakota. I won't go into detail about it, but I saw pictures of it, and anybody can look it up if they like. But I can tell you something right now. He was going into detail about how they're made, and they're 150. I mean, they're, they're in missile silos and un- underground bases. So what this man does is he goes around buying underground bases, you know, <laughs> literally buying underground bases. He's not alone. He has uh, people that throw money into it. And so, you know, he has this whole complex system. I mean, it's, it, it would take me forever to talk about, but the point I'm trying to say is this, because of what Jeremy said when he said, look, I can't trust anybody anymore. All I will trust and can trust now is Jesus Christ, right? And the man was, he was kind, he was gentlemanly, but I can tell you this much, when we were driving home, 
by the spirit, I said to my husband, I said, you know what, Jonathan? I said, Jesus doesn't want us underground, under the earth. He wants us on top of the earth. He made us to be lights that shine. I said, there's spirits down there. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of laughing, but it's true. And, you know, I think about that. There, there's a scripture in Amos chapter 9, verse 2, and it says, though they dig down into hell, you know, meaning try to escape, that there's going to be no escape. Because, you see, you know, what's coming right now upon this entire planet is not just, oh, look, the economy is crashing. Oh, look, we can't buy all the beef we want to buy. Oh, look, they're only letting us buy two cartons of eggs. There is exactly what Jeremy described is exactly what I believe from an educated angle will happen. And Jesus Christ is our defense. He is our God. And Yeah. So it goes on for another oh, 25, 30 minutes. Uh, but that was the, the thing that, you know, I wanted. Now, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to sit here and be dogmatic and say, if somebody had an underground shelter, that's not of God. I'm not, that is not my, my place to say at all. I think God can protect you anywhere you are. You know, whether it's a cave, whether it's an underground shelter, whether it's wherever. Okay. So I don't want to get dogmatic and, you know, say that there's no possible way that that could ever not be of God because that's like I'm acting like I'm God. Um, but the Bible does say in Revelation 6, 15 through 17, and, you know, Revelation, the kings of the earth and the great men and the rich men and the chief captains and the mighty men and every bondman and every free man hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains and the rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne and from the wrath of the lamb, the, the lamb of God, Jesus Christ. For the great day of his wrath has come, and who shall be able to stand? Now that is obviously probably near the end of the tribulation when that occurs. Okay, just you know, just putting two and two together. Uh, so anyway, I, I wanted to kind of throw that in there. Now um, this is the last part, and I'm almost out of time here on this last part too. So I'm going to kind of skip through this really quick. But it was a listener question, and um, the question was excuse me the question was essentially we are told by our hospital that my, my wife must take the covid-19 screening before being admitted to, admitted to give birth is this considered legal and what recommendations could you provide for us if any and i told them my response i said that's the thing they're going to try to require this covid-19 testing and ultimately the vaccine is a gateway for being able to do anything and everything in society i've been documenting this over and over in the last few teachings and this is why i've been so big on trying to educate others on what a joke this whole thing is has become really see the attachment where i gave him the probably the covid19 fact sheet there was a sect which i listed earlier in this same pdf for this date okay there was a section of my last PDF I put up last night on the legal notices many people are sending out regarding this COVID-19, see below. And I just saw this, but I've not looked into it yet. And again, I'm not going to get into all this because I do not have the time. But if you want to take the time and dissect this stuff, you feel free to do that. What I'm trying to do is give potential options from some type of legal standpoint. Now, I understand... None of this may amount to a hill of beans on nothing because, you know, if they come kicking at your front door, again, Jesus is your only protection. And I don't ever want to get too far away from that. But if there are some legal things you can do to help along these things, I also don't want to not present those. Um, this one is informed consent, you're a lab rat. And it's just a whole bunch of different links from this for, it's more of a legal standpoint. And then... I'm also reposting the what I went over before. Meet the husband and wife team behind Australia's terrifying new terrifying new wave of anti-vaxxers, and their three-stage plan to defy compulsory flu jabs. So it's it's a it's a basically a certified letter sending campaign. Again, I'm not saying any of it's ultimately going to work, 
but I at least want to put it out there because wherever I see people trying to resist this tyranny, it's very hard for me not to say, yeah, go get them, do whatever you can do. Um, you know, because obviously this is illegal from a human rights standpoint. What they're doing is 100% illegal um, to us. And um, then, then there was another one about closing your business proven to be unconstitutional. So this would be more the legal things you could do if they're saying you got to close your business due to COVID-19. Again, I haven't looked in depth at any of this, but I'm going to post it here. Just for anyone out there saying, okay, what can be done from a legal standpoint? Well, here's three different things I found. I don't know if anyone's going to mount to a hill of beans. I don't. But at least there's people out there trying to resist this wickedness. So I'm not going to go into any of it anymore. It's all at the end of this PDF. It will be on approximately page, the very, very end of it. So I guess the, the PDF turned out to be about 45 pages um, when it's all said and done. So it's all there, and I'm going to try to get this up on um, the 15th, which is, you know, Monday. And hopefully, Lord willing, we will see you again in the next audio teaching. A lot to pray about and educate other people about. And uh, God bless all of you. Godspeed, and Lord willing, we'll see you in the next audio.